Hello, LA Galaxy fans. Welcome back to Simply Soccer. I am your host, Michelle Hutink, and my co-host, Christian Conway. Much like election season, I'm ready for this season to be done. Yes, we are here, unfortunately, without good news. Uh, the last time we recorded for you, uh, we lost to Seattle, so now we are on our seven losing streak game. It's only been six. It's only been six. <laughs> Is it six? I thought it was like seven. Oh, yeah, because you count that one. Anyways. We'll make, we'll make, we might make it seven on Sunday. Oh, God. Oh, seven on Sunday. Isn't that like a band? Anyways. <laughs> like, um, Look, anybody who's been following this team, that that beautiful time where, we're, where the Galaxy were on a winning streak, it, it's unfortunately we can't really look at that right now 2020 is a weird season we sucked in the bubble um in florida but this is this is too real now um as joe tutino said it's not living up to the badge and and everybody of course is now on board with us saying klein out gbs out um if you listen to us not too long ago we said the same now now What's what's going on right now is I I I'm conflicted, right? Because as a fan, you're like, okay, I want to continue to support my team, but it's true that it I can't support a team that looks like they have no heart, that they don't have the passion. They, you know, um, clearly these higher ups, and if you want to, even like we said before, Christian, like AEG it goes all the way up, that they're just they're they're writing on their own history, they're chasing their own history now. And, and it's just, it's just unacceptable. I mean, some of the stuff we saw last night, I, I mean, the, the Portland game at least had some structural level of, I mean, they scored three goals. They scored three pretty good goals. I mean, yeah, it was a Portland team that defensively is not great, but you know, like at least, you know, they were, they were making some headway, but I mean, you can see 10 goals in two games at home. Like that's unacceptable to any team around the world. I mean, you know, you look at the game last night, I mean, they're, they're, they were getting outplayed by a San Jose team that really looked dire, you know, outside of the bubble. And I mean, like, you've got a kid in uh, Cade, uh, Cade Cowell, who's the 16-year-old kid from uh, from San Jose, and he's dominating the game in the six minutes he shows up. Like, you're like that's not acceptable. Like, I mean, I understand that we as Galaxy fans, we have a very warped interpretation of our, our team. We have a very warped interpretation of how our standards of success are very different than the rest of MLS. But I mean, this is unacceptable even for the teams where making the playoffs is just, is considered one of the greatest seasons of all time. Like, I mean, some of the goal, like for two of the goals against San Jose last night are just basic defending errors where it's, you're yes. not tracking, you're not tracking someone like that's floating in the box. Like, I mean, you watch the first goal and I believe it was Johnny Gonzalez, but I can't remember who blew coverage. But the, uh, Nick Lima is just sitting there in the middle of the box with about six yards of space around him. I mean, good on the Galaxy for practicing social distancing when it came to defending him. But, you know, like, <laughs> like come on. Like, at least put a body on him. Like, make it, like, it, it's basic things where I'm just sitting there being like, these aren't just, like, getting out coached and tactically getting things wrong. And, like, yeah, there's there's signs that maybe it's just, it it's... it's there was no it, pressure. There was no pressure... The the San Jose players, each goal I watched, they're wide open. It's poor defending, um, poor clearance. Um, the Galaxy are slow. There's literally numbers of Galaxy in the box, too. 
how, like my question on the third goal is how does Ueli get that open to and, and it's a fantastic pass to spring Tommy Thompson I will say that but how does he get that open in the center of midfield to have the time to pick up his head look at that pass and make that pass like the, he's literally sitting in the center of the like the center of the field like you would expect a defensive midfielder like a Perry Kitchen or a Sasha Kle- or even Sasha Kledgeson or someone like that to at least you know Steer. nominally nominally put some pressure on him to kind of rush him into a different pass like and I mean, I will give Tom, Tommy Thompson credit. It was a fantastic finish. I mean, the chip. Right. And, right. Give credit where it's due. Klinsman was good in this game in goal. Like, he was fantastic in goal. And yet we still lost 4 0. Yeah. And, like, it's the same thing with the Portland game. Where, like, but the see, game this, before this, is where, this is where I say, though, it's hard to, to compare Klinsman to Bingham in, from this match because the same thing that happens to Bingham in goal happened to Klinsman is that you don't have support, you don't have defensive support. Exactly. I mean, it, it's just, it's, it's basic things where, you know, it makes me wonder kind of digging into the culture of the locker room, you know, have the players just quit on Shaloto. And, 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 you know, again, I, I, I always reference that Boca documentary where Shaloto is just absolutely castigating players for, you know, showing up late to training or saying like, do you want to play on the weekends? Then, you know, you need to show me more. And then all of a sudden we get this, the shell of a man who can't motivate this team. And I mean, it, 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 it just, it's, it's, shocking i mean like but at the same like my problem is that it's so shockingly bad and we as galaxy fans have just become numb to it because this is this has been our reality for the past six weeks is that we've we've watched this team who you know if you, if you go back to that that four game win streak they looked like they had some semblance of they were fighting for one another right like it did look like they were a cohesive unit that really got it and then I don't know what happened, but some switch got flipped. I mean, it just looks, it looks disjointed. It looks lazy. It looks just. Yeah. It doesn't matter that Jonathan Dos Santos is playing internationally right now. It, you know, like <laughs> you could, you could plug in anyone and it would still mm-hmm. look the same. And like, that's. Well, and that's the argument, right? Like we did, right? I mean, Zlatan scored 30 with, with a similar team and it was because it's Zlatan. Yeah. I mean, Zlatan Ibrahimovic does Zlatan Ibrahimovic things. I mean, he's banging in goals for AC Milan and in Italy at 37 years old. Like, none of us really predicted that. But, like, it just feels like you could plug in any 11, like, literally any players around the league into this and They're all just chasing the ball and not getting close to it. Yeah, it's like you could plug in, take 11 randos from, I don't know, like, Cincinnati, New England, Orlando, whatever have you, and you could plug into the framework of this Galaxy system and it would still look the same. Like, it just would look, like, disjointed. And so, ugh, I mean, like, it... it so- th- I mean, like, it just... I what can you do you know like so part of that so part of that is coaching right like the 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 first thing and we've seen it with dc united we've seen it with atlanta and sure they have different situations and and what have you at the end of the day the first and easiest sacrifice is escaloto losing his job which i'm honestly surprised he didn't last night i mean i i yeah. I, I, I had i been in and and we'll get to this and <laughs> what I teased on Twitter. Um, had I been in a position of power in the galaxy above Shaloto, I, I would have made that decision last night. I just think this is ir- irreparable. And they have in, in the past. That's that's the thing. They, they fired, well, let's they just fired for less. Yeah, I was going to say, they fired Curtin Alfo for, for less. Uh-huh. Um, but, I mean, it's it, like it, when when... Shaloto says he pulled off Chicharito in the 54th minute because he needed the team to be more aggressive. Well, what does that say about your coaching tactics that Chicharito 
wasn't able to provide that aggression in terms of attacking intent for you. Like, you know, what does it mean when you pull off in, in Swa, who's, you know, who's won the Bundesliga with Stuttgart and you can't get, you know, and you have to bring in Didi Traore, who I, I thought, you know, for what it's worth, had a decently good game. And, you know, like, it just, it, these are decisions that, you know, it just feels like, come on, like, I feel like if you plugged either of us into the head coaching role right now, I think we could have gotten a better tune out of these players than Shaloto has done. And it, it and it yeah. might point to something cultural in the locker room that we're not seeing where just the players don't mesh with Shaloto, which, I mean, it's it's happened around, it happens at every club and it's happened around the world. I mean, if you look at, you know, even the U.S. Women's National Team when they fired Tom Sermani because basically the players didn't like him. Like, it happens, it's common, but like, it's up to the organization to realize that, you know, the, the that things aren't in concert and it just doesn't feel like this organization is willing to accept that fact. Yeah. Um, I mean, just go, just going back to, to Escalotto's, um, okay. Everybody's saying from what I've seen on Twitter so far, obviously like just play Zubac on top because Chicharito hasn't done anything and now he's a new dad. And I'm going to say that maybe he was fatigued. I know GBS said that it was his, decision to to take him out of the game um in the 50th i mean i mean it, it, like you said you plug somebody in and it's hard to say but already we can see that zubek at least has more goals <laughs> well, well i mean you know i, I saw this mind-boggling stat last night on twitter which is that when the galaxy play with chicharito starting with chicharito they're averaging 0.1 points per game when chicharito's not in the field it's 1.6 point per, points per game like i mean the proof is in the pudding on that and on that front for me. And and yeah, true. I mean, this is and I gave Chicharito a little bit of leeway, and I'm, I'm giving a lot of the new signings a little bit of leeway. I, I thought Yoni Gonzalez for, looked decently good last night, but yeah, I mean, it, look, the Galaxy weird, did, didn't didn't concede a goal for the first 44 minutes, right? I mean, <laughs> I mean, they they did their best too. Um, but you look at like, I mean, you look at the season. You look at you know coming into a team that is clearly in flux and then you know you play two games and then all of a sudden the season's suspended then you have to go to orlando and then you know you're moving your family from europe to here and you know you're, then you have to you know you there's this weird kind of travel schedule and this weird kind of you know expectation about you know quarantining and stuff like that like i get i do understand that there's a certain level of off-field pressure that has never existed before in a season in mls like i i get that however if you are the player that you said you were on that that live vlog where he calls his parents and he's breaking down crying saying, I want to prove that I still have something to give. Well, you're not doing a good job of proving it. You know, like, and we yeah, can talk about, and then you're I mean, just staring down the barrel of, okay, well, there's three more years of this. Yeah, and I mean, you're, you're Chicharito. Like, unfortunately, you're, you're Chicharito and you move closer to Mexico. Unfortunately, the expectations are completely different for you now than they were ever when you were in Europe because you were at least insulated from, you know, the Mexican soccer media, which can can be quite vicious at times like now you're right next door to it like your expect your your expectations are at, at this club are completely different than any club you've ever been at and like it does feel like he doesn't understand that and it, that's frustrating in a way but it, again it I, I come back to my point where i'm like again you could plug in any 11 random you could plug in any striker into that that role right now and he'd probably struggle the same way like i mean it's just it doesn't it 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 it, it is frustrating feels- because it, because on paper everything looks right. You did see legit, for example, step it up. You know that Pavon, I mean, last night he wasn't on his A game, but 
maybe that's fatigue, but overall, like, you know, you can depend on him on his yeah. runs. Um, like that's, with, what's, that's so hard. Yeah. With, with like Pavone, it's like, why, why stay? Like I, if I was him and, and I had a, a chance to return back to Argentina and play with Boca, like that's looking but pretty good. Playing like this, how are they going to like take him now? Well, I'm just saying like, it, it, I'm still like, my rights are still owned by Boca juniors. Like, I can go back and play in Argentina and redeem my career. That's looking pretty good right about now because why would I want to stick around here? Like, it, it's just, it's, it's like, it, it just, it feels like, what's the whole entire famous Einstein quote? It's like definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, mm-hmm. expecting different results. Like, that's what it feels like to me. Like, it just feels like, and, it, and, this is, and, and this has been kind of the way that it's been going since the 2014 team. I mean, they were yeah. good. They won and lost cup. And then 2015, yeah, they, you know, they, they, they're good. I mean, they, they lose to Seattle in the playoffs and, you know, you could argue that was kind of a bit of a weird series. And, 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 you know, that was a Seattle team that had Clint Dempsey and, um, right. and you, yeah, right I mean, now it's just, a weird, right. Because of the 2020 and this and that. Well, I mean, Seattle, anyway, go for it. well, I mean, the Seattle team in 2015 had Clint Dempsey at their highest power, which I mean, not a lot of teams can match and the galaxy gave him a go, but didn't, you know, I, I, I'm not going to say that was a bad season because, I mean, they just lost back to Thursday. <laughs> they just lost to a better team. But in 2016, they lose in penalties um, in the playoffs. But, like, from 2017 on, it just feels like this organization has not figured out a way to get out of its own way. And maybe, you know, we looked at the Ibrahimovic season, so we said, okay, finally, it kind of does feel like maybe they're turning things around. Maybe we made the playoffs. Yeah, like, maybe we're getting there. And then it it's kind of clearly apparent that that was a flash of the pan that there are structural issues in this club that are not getting addressed in the way they need to get addressed. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, when you, and I, I know the, as before we recorded that, the, that, you know, the Victoria block letter just went live um, demanding better out of the team. And I understand kind of how, you know, I, I understand it's, it's kind of, it doesn't feel like the letter is kind of a weird place to be in in 2020 and i understand kind of uh, as i was talking with a friend earlier today about how you know it does feel like it, it's a bit tone deaf considering the larger picture of the season and the backdrop upon which it's being uh conducted but i mean we've pushed like th- this is where we are and it and i and and you know it's like it's like come on like like someone in the organization fucking like just put your head on straight and do something about this. Like, and, and, and it does just feel like between Chris Klein and Des DeClosa and Shiloto, like, I mean, Des DeClosa is not a stupid guy. Like, I mean, he's, I mean, he's, he's a very talented guy. He's got a, a fantastic resume. Shiloto. We yes. entrusted them. We entrusted them to bring in their guys and, and do the things that they promised when they came in. Well, exactly. Like we entrusted Dennis DeClosa to figure this thing out. We entrusted Shiloto to figure this thing out. And he's, to his credit, according to all the links that we've been linked to in terms of transfer work, he's really tried to do his best. But it does feel like there is a certain level of constraint and just general blockading from higher-ups in this organization, be it AEG, be it Chris Klein, be it whoever you want to blame it on. But it does just feel like culturally this Galaxy team needs to blow it all up and start all over again. And if that requires sending a letter to the fans and saying, look, for the next three years, this is going to be really rough. But we need to do this because we have looked ourselves in the eye and said, this is not good enough. And I mean, it's all well and good that every single time you post the videos of the team walking into the stadium and walking by the five trophies, that's all well and good. You won five. I'm not concerned about the trophies that you won in the past because you Mm -hmm. did that already. 
I am concerned about you creating an organization that looks at the future and says, we will be competitive at every single trophy every single year. And I don't care what it takes. And it might take three years of just absolutely us finishing last in MLS, but at least have some framework that clearly indicates to the fans that you actually give a shit about this organization. Because from everything I have seen for the past since 2017, it is very clear they do not, that they're more interested in shining the trophies of the past than winning trophies in the future. And that's concerning and that's frustrating and it's angering. And what we've seen in these past six games is exactly the product of that, which is that they do not have a clear plan for the future. And instead they're trying to satiate the Galaxy fans on like the Sense 96 campaign and the first to five campaign that they're trying and to together satiate campaign. Us. Yeah, that they're trying to satiate us on past glories without having any clear plan and any clear hope to figure out how to do this in the future. And this is like, and that's what I think is the most absolutely criminal thing about all of this is that they clearly have no interest in formulating a, a plan to return to the top of MLS. Because if they did, then we would have, we wouldn't be in this situation right now. GBS would not be our head coach as of today. You know, like there would be heads would be rolling in this organization and they're not. And it's, it's, it's frustrating. It's all well and good that you it's can. It's also embarrassing. It's, I can't imagine anyone last night came out of that game. And I mean, it's not even just last night. It's the Portland 6-3. It's losing to Seattle at home in the way that they did. It's losing, losing to San Jose to <laughs> I mean, back when. Losing 6-2 to LAFC in Orlando. Like, and I understand you can explain that away. It's Orlando. Orlando it's in the playoffs. Like, you know, but last season. Like, It's, it's just, this is, these are things that like any, organ, any rational organization. And I understand the Galaxy are kind of an irrational organization just simply because of the success that we've been raised on. But any rational organization would look at the data points that we've been given and said, we have to do something about this. Like we, but it doesn't feel like they're, like they're doing enough. Like Dennis DeClosa is a brilliant hire. Why are you not creating a system around him where he can succeed? Shiloto mm -hmm. is a good head coach. Why are you not creating the conditions for him to succeed? Like it's, it's not necessarily about individuals. It's about the, the, the framework around them not being yeah. built to create success and the, and where does that fall on? Who is the one person that that falls on to create the atmosphere of success for this Galaxy team? That falls on Chris Klein and AEG. And I just don't think they're doing enough, and I don't think they're invested enough to understand that this is where we are as a club right now. We are not the LA Galaxy of Bruce Arena anymore. Like, mm -hmm. you can't ride that coattail anymore. And it's, it, it, something needs to be done. Thank you, Christian. You you said it all and you gave the rant that you promised. And I want to thank everybody who's supported us and listened to us. And um, I, I noticed our numbers went up. So thank you for going back to listen to us. Um, I mean, yeah. I, 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 and I'm also proud of the fans for for putting their money where their mouth is and, and speaking up now and saying that this is unacceptable. Yeah, I mean, it's it's and again. And as we, we kind of hinted at um earlier but i mean it was just like you know it, it it is easy to make promises about you know canceling season tickets and stuff like that when you're not in the stadium but you know and it's easy to kind of make these big these big statements about how disgusted we are about the team you know from behind a keyboard, and not gonna buy their crappy design shirts i kind of liked i kind of liked the vote shirt i kind of wanna you buy it. did <laughs> um, no the vote shirt was dope i'm talking about that other stuff that oh, they came yeah with. So it's like the is Mitchell that Nesta? the old shield and new shield like yeah yeah anyway. <laughs> but it's like it's like but that's what I, I mean it's a mediocrity it's just like you know like you said like they're they're floating on the past 
And and no, now we just sound like tired Yankee fans. I'm over it. At least the Yankees have some level of a good team right now with John Carlos Stanton and Aaron Judge. But yes. I, we are we are not a baseball podcast, and we will never be. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, but it just it it it. I I like what it just feels like. We keep say we've said this for three years, and it just feels like the organization's been like, "That's nice," you know, like like we it's the whole entire like you know when you call customer service like we understand your complaints sir and it's like but you're not doing anything about it yeah, you know like, like it give me a 25 percent discount i want actual <laughs> change it's just it's it, i i i well let's start let's start with escalates who are getting fired then yeah because yeah. i just want to see that they're doing something yeah i mean it's 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 action it's and and it, it's you know, it, it, there has to be some level of accountability and action and actionability. And it does feel like, I know for the first time ever, I'm like for relegation. <laughs> and what is well, this that us is bringing back? Um, not I mean, the, USL, the, the other oh, the reserve league, league. reserve. Yeah. League, thank you. So apparently a lot of the standalone USL clubs that weren't affiliated with, um, any MLS teams apparently were really tired of playing reserve sides because they felt like the, the MLS reserve sides were kind of not as invested in the success of the league and the success of like the, the on-field products as they were, which is understandable. I mean, I, I, I get that. Um, didn't we try this? That's what I'm. Yeah, we, it, it used to exist and, and there, I mean, there were some structural problems with it and, and I, I hope now that kind of a couple years on from the experiment, MLS looks back at the, 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 the issues that occurred in that league and, and, is prepared to change them. Um, but it's MLS and I, I never know what's going to happen. Um, but I, I, I get why USL is kind of trying to kick the, the reserve teams out and basically telling MLS to shove it. I mean, it, it does feel like USL has kind of looked at its future success and as a second, as the second and third tier of soccer in this country and basically said, we don't think our cohabitation or our co our, our symbiotic relationship with MLS is, is, is a pathway to success, which I, I can understand. Um, mm-hmm. but it, I mean, when it comes to the reserve teams, has any of the outside of maybe the Red Bulls in Dallas and Philadelphia has really it garnered a ton of success for any MLS club outside of those? Like, I mean, the Galaxy sure as hell haven't really used our, our reserve team outside of, you know, Julian Araujo and, and, and Efren Alvarez and, you know, which are great signings. I yeah. Mean. But it's like. You know, they probably would have been successful even regardless of Los Dos. Like that, and that's the other thing about it. It's like, again, Los Dos should be pumping out talent. If you like, if you look at how good our academy is, like, we should be having six players. Which is from another Los Dos. reason that they hired to close there. Yeah, we should be having six players from Los Dos every year, like being on the first team, like competing for first team spots. Like, and maybe that's what they yeah, need. And, and maybe like about Zubac, who's not first team caliber, but well, yeah, anyway. but that's always kind of been the read on Zubac is that the galaxy organization was a lot higher on him than rational people. Um, but it's like, it's just, it, again, it's, it's, it's conditions to succeed, right? Like you need to create a culture of not of just success, but of systemic things that are pillars of creating an atmosphere of success. And the galaxy, I don't think have that right now. And I think what they, they tried to do was basically kind of make, make an appeal to the past by basically saying mm-hmm. to the players, look at the, look at the legacy of what you're inheriting. Don't you want to continue that? And sometimes like that's, 
that's one good pillar, but that can't be the only pillar that mm-hmm. there has to be other things, you know? And it's like, and, and, and I, and I, I don't think this is good motivation, but if it has to be motivation, then so be it. But literally all they have to do is say, look across the city, look at this other team. Like they actually have some level of systemic culture of, of, of being able to be successful. And I understand that they're not successful this year. I think there's a couple of mitigating factors in that, in that, in that, that conversation, but it does feel like as a front office, they do feel very well-structured. Like it just doesn't feel like that with the galaxy front office right now. And it's, mm-hmm. and it, and, and it's just, it's accountability. Like, right. I, I and accountability. and that's why you're just like, you're looking at these other teams and you're just like, wow, I'm jealous of, of these other teams. Not yeah. just, I'm not talking about like LFC. Like I said, like when we were watching the Sounders, I was just like, now there's a coach. Now there's a team that plays, for for their city, for their home, for for their coach, it's for their just, fans. Yeah, you know? it it just doesn't feel like any players invested in the crest right now, and I, and that's, that's and in no in no other job would you other than like being an MLS ref would you consistently be paid to underperform? <laughs> I mean, know? yeah, it is it is like it's ridiculous. I like it, I mean, I just keep watching this team, and it's like. I remember I was I was leaving to watch the, the game yesterday, and I just I just felt like oh you know it it didn't feel good. It just felt like oh here we go again. You know like mm-hmm. this. Is, and right. I'm gonna watch because you know I'm not a fair weather fan. You know <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna watch because I'd like to be well informed on this podcast. But well, also that I'm not gonna enjoy it. I mean Carlos Ruiz came out on the Instagram and literally said you know. Uh, Carlos Ruiz commented on the Galaxy, the uh, the Galaxy Instagram post uh, after they lost last night. He said, "The effort to defend the cl- the history of the club, the colors, the fans, and the Galaxy Nation around the world—it's it, just not there." Waiting and wishing for better times for the club I love. I mean, if Carlos Ruiz is saying that, then we've got problems. You well, know? exactly, and 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 we're relying on like Kobe Jones to speak up and say this is unacceptable. You well, know, Kobe- this should be coming and, and and no, and look, and and I'm glad that he's saying that, but like you said, it's gotta it's gotta come from Klein. It has to come from, you know, AG. <laughs> I mean, I understand, you know, the hiring of Klein is like this this link that like he's a galaxy alumni and 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 there's this link about galaxy alums throughout the organization and like look at us, you know, we're hiring in people that understand what it means to be galaxy players, but really was Chris Chris Klein the, the guy that you wanted to pick for that? Like I mean you know, his, his one credit is that super league goal. Like, I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's frustrating. And, it, and you know, it, it's just, it's, it, you know, I, I, I'd love for us to get on this podcast and talk about, you know, tactically what the galaxy didn't do well or what they were deficient about and stuff like that. But it's just, it, it, you can't, you know, the, that the conversations we need to be having about the club are not minuscule player positioning conversations. They're larger, you know, systemic things like I mean when your broadcast team is literally saying you know this isn't living up to the badge I'm sorry like you know it, I, I felt for Joe Tutino in that moment because like mm-hmm. you know Joe clearly loves this team and, and he's suffering yeah, and he said that. he goes I'm sorry and I'm thinking don't even be sorry but I get what he's saying because <laughs> yeah, I mean he clearly loves this team and he's suffering alongside us like mm-hmm. it, it just does feel like everyone somehow attached this organization outside of the kind of the the halls of power just are all just kind of sitting here we're all looking at each other kind of like what's going on like it, it does just feel like that and it and I I don't understand why you know I think anyone in the position that Chris Klein and Shiloto are in 
you know, and, and I'm, I'm shielding Dennis DeCosta a little bit of, uh, I'm shielding Dennis DeCosta out of this conversation just simply because I think GMs need more than a year. I think it just takes a long time for a GM to really imprint his mark on a club culture. Um, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day and all that. But mm-hmm. I mean, if I like, I, you know, at, but we got to start level, somewhere because we haven't, we haven't self, even started. Well, I mean, at what level of self-reflection does this begin? Because I mean, if I'm Chris Klein, I'm looking at the organization I currently inherited and then watching how it's gone downhill since at what level do I have to look at myself and say, like, I screwed this up. You know, like at what level is that going? Like, when is that going to happen to these guys that they start looking in the mirror and start realizing, Oh God, we've been giving this incredible organization and we've basically run it into the ground. Like, you know, when does that happen? And I don't know what that point is, but it should have been 2017 finishing last in MLS. It's we're, we're on track um, barring some miraculous turnaround. We're on track to do that again in 2020, which is two times in four years that you finished last in MLS. Like mm. something's got to change. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And until they, until they actually do something, whether it's fire Escaloto or anything, have a press conference and tell me that you're going to make a change. I don't know, but they, you know, they're just quiet. Yeah. I mean, and, and like call a zoom call and, Tell us all it's going to be okay. Like, exactly. you know, at well, least, don't, you know, like, no, don't lie to me. I, I'm tired of trusting the process. I'm over that. Well, that's, that's the thing that's most frustrating about this Chris Klein presidency for me at the very least is that he is, he is very vocal when things are going very well. He's not very vocal when things are going poorly. And it's like, and you it's as president of the club for a minute, you know, for yeah. a while, you as president of the club are the, are its senior, most forward facing official. We, you need to be available and accountable. Like that's just, that's the baseline of your job. And it just, it, it does feel like the club was trusted, entrusted to people, to, to people that were underqualified, underprepared and unworthy of, of accepting its, it, its stewardship. And it just, it's, we're seeing that writ large and it's, it's just, it's, it, it boggles the mind. I mean, it, it, it leaves, it leaves you without words at times. Cause mm-hmm. I remember there was some of the goals that we can see last night, I just, I literally said, I threw my hands up and just like, I have nothing to say because this is stuff that I, I, I learned in AYSO, you know, like, come mm-hmm. on, you guys have to be. And, and you've said it, you said it in past episodes too. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's, it's basic, like basic things. And it, it, it just does feel like there is no interest in fixing said basic things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you once again, and I hope everybody stays tuned. We're gonna have to just wait and see what happens. We're all we're all in this together, Galaxy fans. Um, I mean, the Vancouver game on Sunday is winnable. Let, let, let me add a little bit of positive. Oh my god, uh, Ray! I was I was gonna say the Vancouver game. So they beat LAFC. <laughs> LAFC also start. LAFC also started a sixteen year old in that game, and LAFC's defense is kind of. The walking wounded, so I'm not going to look too far into that result. But here's the thing: we've lost to the to the Whitecaps too. Yeah, I I I I do think the Whitecaps are good on their day, but again, it's it's a bit of an amorphous blob of like kind of trying to figure out what they are as a club. And I think the Galaxy can win this game. I think the talent they have, you know, if it decides to show up, um, can just be better one through eleven. Satisfied with a single win against Vancouver. Exactly. I mean, but at, at least it would it would 
kind of start patching up some wounds. And, you know, this is MLS. I mean, the Galaxy could go on a four-game win streak and be in a playoff spot. Like, I mean, that's just how, like, this league works. So, I mean, there's some level of kind of, like, the game on Sunday is winnable. I think if we, I think if, if I think if they lose on Sunday, we're going to start seeing heads roll in a very significant way. Well, I sincerely hope so. And I also hope that if we do get on a four game winning streak, that that's not the end all be all. Okay. Now it's okay again. You know, it's all this, this bandaid over a, a wound that, that needs way more. So I, I still think that, that, what we've said still applies even even if we continue to win for more. You know what I'm saying? If we make playoffs. Because that's what I was saying last season, too. It's like, no. If we couldn't do it with Zlatan, good God. How are we supposed to do this with Chicharito? It, it just... It, yeah, agreed. I mean, it, 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 it's, <laughs> it's frustrating. And I, and I, I understand the... I mean... It, Galaxy Twitter is not a really happy place right now. I'm, I'm just kind of scrolling through. And I mean, it's, I, I, sure. don't, I understand the frustration. And it's just... I think we might have to realize it. It uh, it might have to get worse before it gets better. Yeah, agreed. All righty. Well, that said, stay tuned, and we'll catch you soon. <laughs>